listening to Nightlight. Hey, it's great to be back with you once again for another edition of Nightlight. Back with us on the program today is Melvin, and he's going to be teaching us about meditation. And he's going to be approaching it from a few different angles that certainly I never thought of before. So stay tuned for that. But first, let's open the show with something inspirational from Al Pratt. Feeling something's happening here It sends me reeling every time I'm near to you Since I met you My heart is racing and skipping beats My head is shaking and my hands and feet are too Since I met you Gently calling I got no choice I think I'm falling I'm thinking about you Every day and night I took a nibble Now I want a bite of you Since I met you I might have finally understood what's true 
that's Al Pratt with the first song on this edition of Nightlight with, yes, you guessed it, a song called I Met You. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight. And welcome back onto the show, Melvin. He's here with another of his excellent Bible classes, this one on the topic of meditation. Melvin, you're originally from India, of course. They do a lot of meditation there as part of the Hindu religion. But tell us about meditation within a Christian context. Yes, I mean, you're right. Uh, the Eastern uh, meditation is, you know, you're, you're sitting in a lotus position, you're cross-legged and you sometimes sit there for days and days. Mm -hmm. I know, I don't know what they meditate on. But the meditation that the Bible is talking about is not only just emptying your mind mm. of all worries and all that and just focusing on Jesus or His Word. But meditation is not just something that you do once in a while or even once a day to find some kind of a peace of mind. Mm. You know, that's what Eastern religious meditation is all about. Yes. It's try to get some kind of a peace. But we know from the Bible, Jesus has he's already given us peace you mm. know, in the, in the form of the fruit of the Spirit. And so that's not what we are doing. We're not trying to get peace because peace is already given to us. But meditation in the Bible is, um, uh, the one that I'm trying to teach is about focusing your mind all the time on God's Word or on something that is heavenly, something that is positive. Mm. It's not just, you know, you don't set aside a certain time for meditation, mm. which is good, you know, if you have time. But then if you meditate for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half an hour, but then the rest of the day, you know, you're doing something else. Mm. And so meditation, whether you, you're doing it positively or negatively, it's happening all the time. Mm -hmm. So meditation basically means you're taking something, a thought, you understand, mm. or, or a verse or something, and you are just going over that in your mind again and again and again till it becomes kind of part of you. And so meditation, you know, from the Bible is like you're just constantly thinking about the Lord or you're taking a verse and you're just muttering it or you're just turning it over and over in your head till it becomes part of your heart. And that's where, you know, Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so you see. Mm -hmm. So the thinking of the heart comes from actually you're meditating on a certain topic or a certain thing, a certain fear, a certain uh, peaceful thoughts, whatever you're thinking. Now, again, meditation is, you know, we think it as a spiritual aspect of it, and we look at it as from meditating on God's Word, but we are either meditating on God's Word or we are meditating on something else. So there is no time from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed. You are th going over something in your head all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people say, hey, uh, I don't have time to meditate because I'm working so hard. Mm -hmm. You understand? And I don't have time. But even while you're working, you understand, say you have a problem with your, with your wife and you have a marriage issue that, you know, is kind of giving you uh, a lack of peace or some kind of a concern or fear. Even when you go to the office and you're working in the office, you're just going through that. Mm -hmm. You understand? So it is like you're meditating on that problem. You're meditating on that fear or worry that we might break up, we might have a divorce or whatever. But instead of that, if you'd be meditating on God's Word, mm -hmm. And you're thinking like, well, Lord, we have a problem in our marriage, but I know through your spirit, 
you are going to let us solve it you understand you're mm. going to help us and see now you're meditating on the same thing but you're meditating in a positive light mm. and not in a negative light and so that's what we we do all the time and for me this class actually is very personal because i meditate on things all day that i just garbage sometimes mm. you understand it has nothing to do with uh bringing peace or love or joy into my life and so meditation you're doing whether a negative meditation or you're doing a positive meditation all the time what's the difference between meditating and thinking well it's you know thinking is a thought that comes into your mind now if you don't use that thought you understand and say okay where is this thought coming from and if you don't cast it out if it's negative now that thought you start meditating on it basically it's like thinking but on the same topic and focusing on it again and again and again till it becomes an integral part of you so meditating is kind of like chewing on the yes, thought yes yes it's like the cow mm-hmm. you understand he he chews and then he puts it away and then she brings it back and she chews on it you understand till it's really digested mm-hmm. and that's exactly what meditation is now the thought pattern we can't stop the thought from coming because you know satan can give us thoughts people can give us thoughts but what we do with the thought is where meditation starts like if you think it for you know for just a few seconds and you cast it out it's okay but when you start focusing on that through your mind and you start meditating on it now it conceives in your heart see there's a conception you know just like when a man and a woman you know when they make love they have you know there's a possibility of a baby being conceived same thing with this uh, thought when we take it and we don't filter it through god's word and we start meditating on that thought it could be a fear it could be a critical thought it could be anxiety it could be you know bitterness or whatever it is when we start focusing on it it turns into a meditation now we are meditating on it and simon the same part of our mind that meditates on god and god's word is the same part that meditates on fear worry and anxiety mm. you understand it's not like you have a part of your mind that you just meditate on god's word so if you're not meditating on the positive things then you're meditating on something that is negative mm. and now whatever you meditate on there's something called conception and you start conceiving that into your heart and now the bible says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he And so for me now you know every time I'm traveling I'm sitting somewhere I'm just taking that thought and say god is this your thought and if it's not I'm just casting I'm not meditating on it because once I start meditating on it 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 conceives mm-hmm. and then in your in your character in your personality and also in your heart you will start thinking that way and once the conception is formed then more or less that's the way you're going to go mm-hmm. now like advertisements advertisements is nothing but the same thing they just keep blasting you with posters with uh, messages on tv saying that hey coke is the best drink mm-hmm. and sometimes they have this pretty girls in bikinis drinking coke on the beach and see they just drill this into you mm-hmm. so when you go into a supermarket you automatically start going to choose that particular coke mm-hmm. because it see it is already ingrained you don't meditate on it and of course you know we think in thoughts so that's where you have this advertisement there they have pictures because everything that we think is formed like a picture in our mind and that's how we think 
And so these advertisements that you see, whether it's on TV or thing, they're just bombarding you day and night with those images and those slogans that just runs into your head. And now you start meditating on it subconsciously and now it becomes part of you. Mm. And that's how people buy certain cars. You know, you see the certain advertisement and they just keep going on and on and on. And now when you go to buy a car, that's exactly what you want to buy mm. because it's ingrained in you. You know, and but if you go in the Bible, if you go look at Joshua 1, eight, It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Okay, so uh, Simon, uh, in this book, uh, Joshua was just taking over from Moses. And Moses, you know, he was this big prophet and Joshua, you know, he was wondering like how could he fill the shoes of Moses mm -hmm. and God, you know, is giving him uh, an advice and he's saying, okay, if you meditate on the law, of course, in, in his time it was the law, but for us it is now the word of God and everything that we read in the Bible. So he says, if you meditate upon it day and night, mm -hmm. so it's not talking about you know, you take a certain amount of time in the morning to meditate. That is very good because you're starting your day off and, you know, you're having your devotions or you're praying or you're thinking about God. And of course, that's a form of meditation. Mm. But he's saying you have to meditate on the Word of God day and night. And then it says you will have good pros you know, prosperity and you'll, be go you'll have good success. And see, that's what's how success comes. But in the world, we are taught that, you know, you need to slave away and make this money and then you'll get a promotion, you'll do this. But we just go to meditating on God's word. And this you can do all the time. Mm -hmm. You're just taking a verse and you're just going over it and over it and over it and day and night. Mm -hmm. And soon that, that meditation releases that power of that word. Mm -hmm. But just because, you know, sometimes we think if you read, you know, two, three chapters... You know, that means I read a lot. No, but see, the two, three chapters, that's, it's not meditating. You are just reading. But if you just start meditating on that one verse, mm -hmm. day and night, soon you will see a big change in your spirit and in your personality and in your life. Well, let's take a break for a song, a meditative song. This is one of my favorites from Jerry Palladino. In the morning, at the sunrise, in the moonlight of the midnight air, I remember walking lonely, I remember when you In my memory, as I wander through the passages of times gone by, I relive those empty moments when I didn't have you by my side. 
meditative song, one of my favorites from Jerry Palladino. Inspiring you to draw closer to God. You're listening to Nightlight. And with us on Nightlight is Melvin. He's teaching us about meditation. Certainly seems to be a broader topic than I realized. I mean, I tried Eastern meditation when I was a hippie way back in the early 70s. Just before I met the Lord, I was into transcendental meditation, which was very popular in the UK and America at that time. And they taught me to meditate, if I remember, for two 20-minute sessions, once in the morning, once in the evening. I had to clear my mind and repeat over and over a mantra that they'd given me. If I can remember it, it was, yeah, it was Aying. I had to repeat Aying, 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 aying for 20 minutes. I know it sounds ridiculous, but, you know, I did enjoy clearing my mind of all the business of the day, all my worries, push everything out, 
except Aying, and it, well, it brought me a measure of peace, but nothing like the real peace I experienced when I received Jesus and realized that I could still meditate and clear everything out of my mind except thinking about Jesus. Oh, Simon, the, the thing about emptying your mind, you know, the meditation in India, is when you empty your mind, something will fill it. Mm -hmm. Like in India, what happens is when you do that kind of meditation, you have, you know, the negative spirits or evil spirits starts starts kind of communicating with you. You understand? Mm -hmm. And see, the mind cannot be just empty all the time. So, you know, when you got saved and you started meditating on Jesus, so now you have light in mm -hmm. your mind and not darkness because Jesus is the light. And it says, the entrance of thy word giveth light. It giveth understanding to the simple. Hmm. So as you let the mind go into the, the Word of God, it brings light. And so, you know, it is not really true that our minds can suddenly just be empty. Hmm. There is something coming in all the time and it's mm -hmm. staying there. You understand? Of course, you know, even me when I was in India, I tried all kinds of stuff like that. But it just drove me into more and more of a saddened, I didn't have that peace I was looking for. Hmm. And in sometimes I even got, you know, thoughts that were like, I knew it was kind of demonic. This was before I got saved, you know, and, and I did all kinds of crazy things. But yes, the time in the morning to meditate is important. Mm. But then throughout the day, what are we doing? We are meditating on something. Mm -hmm. You understand? That means we are letting something conceive inside of us into our heart. Mm -hmm. Now, if you read uh, Psalms 1, uh, verse 2 and 3, it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Okay, so here the Spirit is still speaking through King David, and he's saying exactly the same thing that Joshua is saying in the first chapter of Joshua, the same as the first chapter of the Psalms. He's, I mean, he's talking about the same thing. It's, it's his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law that he meditate day and night. Simon, so, mean, here there's a key. You know, sometimes we don't meditate on God's word day and night because we are missing that delight. Mm -hmm. You know, we are not delighting in the law of God or in the word of God. So when we don't have a desire, when we don't have a delight, and then we force ourselves, you understand, to read the word or it becomes an obligation or we think if we read, God is going to bless us. Mm -hmm. Now see, then you can't meditate on day and night. You might do it, well, you know, a few times here and there. But if you're delight, that means you're, ha you're having pleasure. You understand? Mm -hmm. You're enjoying chewing God's word, you understand? Mm -hmm. And you're going on it over and over and over. And then it says the same thing. He said, you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You know, the, your, your leaves will not wither. You'll bring the fruit in your season. Mm -hmm. And now this is a beautiful picture, you know. But if you're, if you're planted away from the, you know, the river, somewhere up when there's a famine, when there's a drought, something comes, that tree will dry up. Mm -hmm. But a tree that is next to the river mm -hmm. is constantly getting the nourishment you know from the water and from the soil mm -hmm. and it just stays green and it brings us forth the fruit in his season but sometimes without us delighting in god's word and letting god's word produce that power and everything that we need in our life what happens is we try to force ourselves 
to read. Mm-hmm. But again, in the in the beginning, when you're trying to meditate on God's word, it takes some effort. It takes some labor. That means you have to your flesh fights against it. Mm-hmm. Your flesh does not want to delight in God's word. You know, it fights against that. The flesh, you know, fights against the spirit. But if you make a conscious effort to start you know as you get a thought you say no this is not god's way of thinking i want to think on god's way mm. now i've been meditating on this verse uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 mm. that god has raised us to to keep us seated in heavenly places with jesus christ mm. i mean the more i meditate on it the more god gives me revelations mm. sometimes i just teach a class on that subject mm. you understand but god's word can stand a thousand reading or more mm-hmm. so every time you read and you have a desire that it's like a page you're turning even though you got something out of that verse you get something again mm-hmm. you understand and see that's what meditation does it just kind of sucks everything out of that particular verse and it becomes part of you mm-hmm. now people think oh you know the more i read you know the more i'm i'm going to be okay no it is not how much you read but it's how much you conceive mm-hmm. that means it has to go in and it has to start bearing fruit Mm. You understand? And sometimes you can read a verse and you can just meditate on the verse whole day till God just gives you revelation after revelation after revelation and now it's like you are delighting in his word and soon you you start getting an appetite for the word of God. Mm-hmm. You understand? And as as you get an appetite for God's word, the other appetites starts fading away. Mm. You understand? Like the before I could sit and watch two three movies in one sitting mm. you understand <laughs> on my day off or when i'm not really working i could just you know just watch movies and just for the for time pass not even so much because i like those movies mm-hmm. but now i'm seeing more and more that you know i take a chapter i take a verse and i just go over it and asking the lord lord what is that and sometimes i take a verse i research it and see what you know Uh-huh, you know how God has led other people to have a revelation on that verse mm-hmm. and then God gives me all kinds of things from just you know reading two or three scriptures mm-hmm. and so see that's what it is our prosperity you know mm-hmm. a success comes from meditating i'm not saying you shouldn't be working but if you're in an office and if you're meditating on God's word i'm sure you'll have success mm-hmm. you'll probably get the next promotion or whatever God wants you to get and see that's what the bible is very clear you will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and it's like it's amazing just to have that i mean i travel in tanzania seven for for many many hours in the bus mm. and they play this music videos on and on and on it's like <laughs> you can't take your eyes and mind off those things because it is like so catchy tunes and you know good dancing and stuff but when i turn off and i start meditating just for on god's word it just brings this beautiful you know relationship with the lord it's almost mm-hmm. like the presence of the lord is right there in the bus mm-hmm. and then you just start you know feeding on that that energy that is coming from that that particular verse you're doing it wow it's quite a pleasant night when listening to nightlight We're almost halfway through the show. Time for me to remind you that we have a website at www.radioact.org. This is show number 119 in our international series. So there's a lot of programs on many, many different topics that you can go onto our website and listen to online or even download your own copy. 
Did You Know? You can listen online or download your favorite nightlight shows, as well as other radio programs and audio inspirations produced at Radioactive Productions. Visit our website today at radioact.org. Yes, you're on Nightlight. With us is Melvin, and he's teaching us on the topic of meditation. Yes, Simon. So we were talking about how, you know, you take a verse and then you just let that verse dominate your mind. Mm-hmm. You understand? And is this what the Bible means about praying without ceasing? Yes, that is the only way you can pray without ceasing. <laughs> you can't be praying without ceasing and meditating <laughs> no, without no, ceasing. No, so it's know, <laughs> and it's also the way that, you know, when somebody asked Jesus, uh, what's the greatest commandment? And he said, you know, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with mm. all your mind. And see that all your mind aspect mm. is only becomes possible when you start meditating on his word day and night. I mean, we might think, oh, no, that is hard, then we don't have our own thoughts. Mm-hmm. No, the thing is, our own thought is nothing but, but flesh. And most of the time, it is carnal. And that carnal thinking is enmity with God. Mm-hmm. You understand? And so that was, you know, you know, to love the Lord with all thy mind is basically meditating on, on his word day and night. Mm-hmm. So now when you take the word and you just let it dominate your mind, And now, once you start dominating and you start thinking on every angle of that verse, Lord, what about this? What about that? Now, you start becoming consumed. Mm. You understand? It's just like, you know, if uh, if you are not saved and you have, you know, evil spirits that can possess you Mm. and make you do things that you don't even do in in the natural. Mm. You understand? But, you know, you can be possessed by the Spirit of God and by by the Word of God. You can Mm -hmm. take that Word and as you start dominating, you know, you'll start seeing that your actions, your behavior, you know, the way you talk to people, all of that, your whole mindset will start changing. Mm -hmm. And that's what is called the renewing of the mind. Mm -hmm. The renewing of the mind is nothing but you're taking God's Word and you're letting it change your carnal mind in that particular area. Or we do the negative aspect is we take a fear Mm -hmm. You understand? Like say we're having for students, they're having exam, the exam is coming up. Now they can take a fear and say, hey, I might fail in this exam. Mm. And then they let that fear dominate their mind. Mm-hmm. Like say when I was, you know, in my high school, I was very good in mathematics. Like usually I would never get below 90%. Mm. All the time it was like 90 or up. Mm. And for me, math exam is the easiest exam compared to science or biology or whatever. But you know, Simon, just before the exam, I started getting hit with fear that this time you're not going to make it. Mm. And now, instead of just rejecting that thought, I would let it dominate my thinking. And Mm. I'd be thinking of all the scenarios that would happen if I fail the exam. You understand? Mm -hmm. And my parents had already told me what will happen if you don't pass the exam, you know? And so I started meditating on that fear, even though in reality, I know I could pass that exam, and I, it's not a big uh, thing for me. But fear is such a topic that it will come in, and as you meditate on it, the Bible says you you know uh, you think of fear, and the fear will come upon you. Mm. That is when you're meditating, and now your heart starts becoming very very fearful, and simple things in life can make you very fearful, mm. and that's because you meditated on it. Mm-hmm. And so when that thought comes, Simon we have a choice to cast it out immediately. Mm. And when we cast it out, now we are not meditating on it. And of course, Satan will come back and try to push the thought back and say, hey, no, you, you are going to fail. 
But once you cast it out and you take a word, word of God and say, hey, I can do all things through Christ, and you just meditate on that particular mm-hmm. verse, mm-hmm. I can do all things through Christ. And so now your mind is renewed with the fact that through Jesus, you can do anything in life, mm-hmm. you know, as, lo- as long as it's His will. And now see, now that's what meditation is all about. Either we are meditating on fear, worry, concern, anxiety, uh, fear of failure, you understand, mm-hmm. oh, we are going to fail. See, all of those becomes part of us and into our personality because we are meditating. Without meditating on it, it does not have the power. Mm. Same thing like God's Word. You know, people sometimes when I teach a class and the next time I start talking a little bit about the class, they say, oh, no, but you had this class, we had this class before. You know, mm-hmm. they always want something that is new. Mm-hmm. But if I ask them, okay, what happened with the class last week? They can't really talk much about it because what what they did is they took the information that I was giving them. See, my classes will not affect people unless they take that information and they digest it, they chew on it, and they meditate on it, and they go back and they study those scriptures and say, God, how does this apply to me? Mm. Now that becomes part of them, mm-hmm. you understand? And now their mind is renewed. Yes. But the majority of Christians... They like to hear the word of God. You understand? Mm-hmm. And they think, okay, just by hearing, my mind is transformed. It is not. It has to conceive. That particular verse has to conceive in us. And once it is conceived, now it bringeth forth the fruit that it is supposed to bring forth. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, we, we, you know, we go watch TV programs, uh, Christian programs, we listen to radio programs, we go to this pastor, that pastor, Bible teachers. But you're getting so much information but is that information actually bearing fruit? Mm-hmm. You understand? Like Jesus was talking about the parable of the sower, that he went forth and he was sowing the seed. Mm. You know, the word of God is really, is very much symbolic to the seed. See, the seed itself does not produce the fruit unless it is in good ground. Mm-hmm. You understand? And now that seed will start germinating in a way or conceiving and then the tree comes out and you you receive the fruit. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said many, you know, 60%, 40%, 100%. And so, see, that's a very important point uh, when we talk about meditation, is that meditation is so necessary and it's so important because that is how your mind is renewed. Mm-hmm. But people think, oh, the Bible says, you know, faith cometh by hearing. Right. No, it's not just hearing. It's hearing and hearing by the Word of God. It's not just one hearing. That means you're taking that and you're hearing and hearing until it becomes part of you. Wow. Otherwise, people, they go, I heard this on radio. Oh, okay, that's good. But it doesn't change them. Mm. And that's where people for 30 years, 40 years, they travel, they pay money, they visit special teachers, you know, evangelists, but their lives are not producing that, that fruit. Right. Because they're not chewing on it. Right. They're not, you know, meditating on it mm-hmm. day and day night. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, I can guarantee you, because the God's Word says, you will have success. Wow. You understand? You will be a new person. Your mm-hmm. mind will be changed. And now the attacks of Satan through evil imaginations, you understand, mm-hmm. is much less compared to before. Because Satan fears a man whose mind is renewed through the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Because now his tricks of fear and giving us thoughts of uh, discouragement and despair and uh, depression, you understand? Now, I believe with all my heart 
A Christian who's meditating on the word of God day and night cannot be depressed. Mm-hmm. Because depression, you know, of course they say it's some imbalance in your, in your mind and all of that. But basically it is someone who is just thinking and meditating on a loss mm-hmm. she had or he had. On something that, oh, I'm useless, I'm nobody. You understand? Mm. And now depression sets in because it's chronic negative thinking. Yes. And it's like they're thinking about it day and night. One of my aunties, you know, she lost one of her sons uh, who was, you know, somebody that she loved very much. And for months and months, she had this picture of him in a dark room. Mm -mm. And she lit candles. And Mm. every hour or so, she would go into that room Mm -hmm. and just weep and weep. Not just for one or two days. You know, there's a time to mourn, but this is like, and she started getting depressed. Yes. And even the setting of the room was so gloomy. Yes. You understand? And nobody could talk her out of it because she was meditating on the loss that she had, blaming God, blaming others, and, you know, just going into a big, big, big depression. Gosh. It's meditation. See, she can snap out of that. Yes, you know, she's, her heart hurts. Her son is, you know, son died and there is, we all feel hurt. And there is a time for that. But if you cross that time and you just keep going on mm, and on, mm, you know, wallowing in the depression, mm. now other f- evil thoughts and evil spirits can come and start giving you more and more, you know, uh, thoughts about committing suicide, thoughts about this, you know, you stop eating, you start getting sick. See, all of that is the fruit of meditating on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're meditating on death instead of meditating on on life, you know. So meditation, Simon, is like it's not something that, okay, you know, I want to repeat it again, that the Word of God will not renew your mind mm-hmm. just by hearing it. That's information you're getting. Mm-hmm. But what you do with that information is by meditating on it, chewing on it, digesting it, and letting its power consume you. And now your mind is renewed. And when your mind is renewed, the Bible says you are transformed in that particular area where your mind is renewed. Where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee? Could never be lost to your spirit. I could never go away from God. Even though I ride the wings of the morning or dwell in the depths of the sea. Shall I flee 
Friends for Life. That's Ruth Gordon. Whither shall I flee? Switch off and switch on to Nightlight. Melvin, if someone listening to the show right now wants to start meditating in the way that you've been teaching, what practical steps can they do to begin? Simon, uh, uh, for you know, each of us is a different you know, verse that we need. You know, there's nothing like you have to take particular verse and do on that. It's like, see, when you're going through something in your life, the Spirit of the Lord really wants to help. And so what happens is when you take a verse and or you, you know, you read a verse that you're familiar with, you just take that particular verse and you start meditating on it. You write it down, you put it on your, like I have uh, Dr. Sam and Grace that I've been teaching for the last year and a half. When I go to their house, their walls, like in the bathroom, is plastered with all those verses that we've been going through. They even hang verses in their, in the living room. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's like it's just reminding themselves of that particular verse. And so, you know, when you're sitting on the toilet, you know, you, you have some time. So you can be meditating on fears and worries and finances. Or you can look at the verse and just keep repeating the verse and say, hey, Lord, what more you have for me? See, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a particular verse. But if you're going through something, like, for example, you're going through a fear, you know, you can take Second Timothy 1.7 and say, hey, you know, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Now, once you start, you know, taking that verse and splitting it up and, and taking it in sections, and you say, hey, God has not given me the spirit of fear, so this, this spirit is not from God. And now I can reject it. And then mm-hmm. you start thinking about the power, the spirit of power that God has given us, the spirit of love, and the sound mind. Now, the sound mind is where all of this thing happens. If your mind is not sound, that means not peaceful, it's not at rest, then your mind is worrying, fearful, you know, bitterness, whatever it is, all the negative aspects. So you can take that one verse, you can meditate in a day and night till it becomes a part of you and fear has no more such a control over your life. You know, it starts fading away and now you start seeing when fearful thoughts come, you're automatically casting it out and say, hey, I don't need that thought. Mm. 
So you can take any verse and you can just start, but don't go into, you know, all the Old Testament books where it is, you know, certain uh, scriptures are not, you know, fit for us as we are born again now mm. through Jesus Christ. So you can take that verse and you can start meditating and it, it takes work. You know, it's not automatic. In the beginning, it takes work. But as you do it, you will start getting a hunger. Mm. Your appetite starts increasing. You understand? Mm -hmm. And now you will start getting more and more verses and you start meditating. And each of those scriptures has so much power to renew your mind. Mm -hmm. And once you renew your mind, now Satan doesn't have a hold in that particular area of your life. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you know. I suggest. That's how I started. I don't know how it works for other people, but you just have to pray and the Holy Spirit will lead and guide you exactly where you should start mm. and what you should be start meditating on. Mm -hmm. So some, we have, Simon, we are going to Psalm 19, verse 14. It says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Oh, wow. So here, uh, the psalmist is saying, let the words of my mouth. Now, of course, the words of a mouth is usually coming out from what you've been meditating on. Because Jesus said, out of the abundance of the heart, mm -hmm. the mouth will speak. And so if a heart is being, you know, filled with all kinds of negative thinking and fear and worry, it will come out. You know, when you're talking to your friends, you will start, you know, talking about, things that are going to go wrong. You understand? Mm. How you might miss the flight or how you're going to, you know, lose your job. Like, for example, if there's 40 workers in a in an office mm. and uh, the management says, okay, we are going to, two people are, we are going to let them go because we can't have, you know, 40, we're only going to have 38. Now, a normal person whose mind is not renewed, even though he's born again as a Christian, he starts thinking, that it's going to be me. Hmm. You understand? I'm going to be one of the two. And then your mind starts going into, oh yes, I've been late two times this month. You understand? Hmm. Yes, I didn't finish that particular assignment on time, so I'm, I'm sure it is me. See, you're meditating on defeat already. Now, why don't you meditate and say, God, I'll be part of the 38 people. You understand? Hmm. Because Jesus, you're with me. Why don't you meditate on the 38? But see, a carnal mind will go into how we are programmed our mind to think. Mm -hmm. And so we automatically start thinking, hey, I'm going to be the one that is going to be kicked out. Right. Now you start talking to people. You come home, you tell your wife, you know, they're going to lay, down, lay out two people. Two people are going to be fired. And now I think I'm going to be the one. Now you are passing on your fear. You understand? Mm. Onto your, see, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Mm -hmm. And here, you know, the psalm is saying, let the words of my mouth, you know, see, the words of our mouth comes because, and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in the sight of mm -hmm. Lord. And so there are some meditations that are not acceptable mm. in the sight of God. Yes. You understand? So not all meditation, the meditation that's acceptable, we read in Joshua 1, and in Psalm 1, you know, mm -hmm. understand that that meditation is meditating on the word of God day and night. Now, it might sound funny, Simon, when I talk about this two employees that are going to be, uh, you know, going to lose their job. Right. But see, we think like that most of the time. Mm. You understand? Yes. We, we think that way. 
I mean, I used to think like that chronically. That was my my way of thinking. Even though I knew the Lord was going to do something good, like when we were in India and we were coming to America, there was so much legal paperwork we have to do. And every time I was always thinking negative, thinking like, oh, they might reject it. They might mm -hmm. reject it. Of course, you know, God had mercy and it came through. But I spent almost two months you know, stressed out, sick, because I've been meditating on something that, I, that I've been used to doing all the time. But now I don't, hmm. you understand? Like even if you're the two, two people that are going to be fired, you can be thinking positive. Lord, even if that happens, I know you have a plan. You're gonna give me a better job. Hmm. See, now you have a sound mind. Otherwise, you're going to communicate that same fear, that same worry, that same, uh, you know, uh, future failure to everything and see now it conceives in you mm. and soon your heart will start attracting all those kinds of fears mm -hmm. but here it says let the meditation of my heart be acceptable mm. and see that's how we need to be looking Lord this thing I'm meditating on is it right mm -hmm. and sometimes we just meditate on imagination nothing real we just start thinking oh I'm riding the bicycle you know and the front wheel fell off and I had an accident see it's not real but we let ourselves think in a negative way. And now, as a man thinketh, you understand, our heart will start conceiving that particular uh, thought pattern and a mind, you know, instead of being renewed, our mind gets darkened. Mm. And instead of being transformed into a person of light, we get transformed into something that is very, very negative. Bringing you peace in the midst of the storm. You're listening to Nightlight. Oh, so Simon, we, uh, we're going to go into 2 Corinthians chapter 10, mm. verse 4 and 5. Which that verse is, is so important uh, for our meditation because it gives us clear guidelines on how and what we should be meditating on. Mm -hmm. So Simon, you can read verse 4 and verse 5. It says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, <laughs> and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Okay, so now here in the New Testament, it's just repeating exactly what Joshua and uh, uh, Psalm 1 was talking about, but he's giving us more details. I mean, I talked about it, uh, you know, in a couple of my classes, but God has given us weapons, spiritual weapons, and that's what he's saying, for the weapons of, of our warfare. So it's not God that is renewing your mind mm -hmm. just like that. You understand? We have been given certain weapons. That is the word of God. And he says these weapons are mighty through God to pulling down of the strongholds. And where are the strongholds? The strongholds are in our mind. Yes. Because we've been thinking a certain way, we've been meditating on fear or worry or whatever way, you know, discouragement. Now, Satan has a stronghold in your mind and in my mind in that particular area. And so when you have a stronghold, that means the enemy has easy access. You're not resisting those thoughts. So he has that stronghold. But even if you have allowed Satan to build that stronghold through your negative thinking, God is saying, I have given you weapons that you can use to pull down that stronghold. Mm. And once the stronghold is gone, now you have a chance to start meditating and building 
God's strongholds in your mind. Mm. Just like you can have a negative stronghold from Satan, you can have a positive godly stronghold. Mm. It's like a fortress. A stronghold is a fortress that the enemy cannot access. Mm -hmm. But see, you have to build it through meditation. You have to take the word of God and build it and you need to cast out the imagination that is negative. That's mm. exactly what it is. This is the answer to most of our trouble because we don't cast it out. That thought, when it comes, it's negative and we meditate on it. Now we build a stronghold and a stronghold takes much more warfare to get it down. But sometimes people say, oh, I'm going to run to the faster and faster is going to pray for me and my mind is going to be free of fear. Right. No, faster can pray, but God says, God's word says, you need to renew your mind. You might get a temporary release from that thinking, but mm -hmm. as soon as you leave the church, you'll get hit with that again. So you have to use the weapons of warfare and cast out that imagination and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Mm -hmm. So that imagination is the negative thinking. You can cast it down. And every other thing means, you know, you try to cast out a thought, maybe your wife or your husband mm -hmm. or your, your son. So somebody will come and say something that is not according to God's word. See, that is everything else. So your own thoughts and even thoughts and words that other people give you, if it's not according to God's word, you just cast it down. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, it says bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, that looks like a big, huge amount of work. But, you know, when I teach this class, I tell people that, you know, try to catch 10 thoughts a day. Mm. Start with 10. Yes. The next day, start with another 20. And sooner or later, at the end of the month, you're mm. casting out so many thoughts yes. that are negative. And yes. you're meditating on good thoughts. Yes. And that's what the Bible says, you know, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Mm. That means you have to capture it and decide what you're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. You're going to cast it out or you're going to meditate on it. Mm -hmm. So the minute you start meditating on it, now that thought has power. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. And now... In, you know, either your mind is renewed by the thought, mm -hmm. if it is God's word, or your mind is going to be darkened mm -hmm. by that particular thought. Right. And it's your choice. You have to bring it into capture. And once you start practicing it, you see the Holy Spirit will start reminding you, hey, mm -hmm. that thought is not from God. And the Spirit is waiting, but you have a starting point. You have to start right. and put your effort into it. And now mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit starts helping you again and again because you've been callous to the voice of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So now when you make mm -hmm. an effort to say, no, this is not from God, now the Spirit starts reminding me. Now I, I mean, the Spirit reminds me all the time, hey, Melvin, where are you going with the thought? Mm -hmm. You know the end result of the thought, so now I cast it out immediately. I'm not arrived, I'm learning, I'm growing, and, but the journey is amazing. You know, it is, even though you put that effort, the fruit and the result that you get from it is so much more. Your mind is now sound. It's at rest and it's at peace. And so that is, you know, a bit about imagination. Again, imagination is, you know, the Bible is talking about, it's about conception. That means you're conceiving something. The thought that came, and as you start imagining it, that means you're putting a picture into it. And now as you put a picture, that's what you're doing, you're meditating. Mm. And sooner or later, either it's acceptable by God or it is not. And if it's acceptable by God, the words that come out of your heart will bless people and not curse them and pull them down. But if it's not acceptable, those words will come out of you 
and cause discouragement or some kind of a negative emotion in people's lives. Melvin, we're almost out of time. Any last words on the topic? Uh, so, uh, Simon, the final thing is, you know, we are going back to the fact that even your relationship with Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. you know, we say so much. We say we love Jesus. We do this. We do that. But the fact is, this is where you start experiencing that relationship mm-hmm. because we can't feel Jesus physically. It is all by faith. And the Bible says, the you know, the just shall live by faith. You understand? Mm. And so even your relationship with Jesus Christ, he starts changing and becomes more intimate. You understand? And your relationship grows as you're meditating on God's word. Mm. Because the Bible says Jesus is the word of God. You understand? Mm. And so when you are meditating on his word day and night, you're just, you know, allowing the presence of God, to of Jesus, to just start uh, becoming part of you. And that mind of Christ, the Bible says, which is in you, becomes possible when you start meditating on his word. Now, the mind of Christ starts flowing into your carnal mind. Mm -hmm. And now it pushes out the carnal mind, the carnal way of thinking, because it's enmity with God. And the Bible says, the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit, because Mm -hmm. foolishness. The reason it is because when we are meditating on carnal things or carnal thoughts, fear, worry, you cannot receive the things of the Spirit, either one or the other. So for me, my relationship with the Lord has grown so much just by starting to meditate on His Word. I'm not doing it day and night, but I want to do it day and night. But the more I'm doing it, I'm experiencing the fruit of it, and it's beautiful. Thank you, Martha. That's it for this week. We're going out with this beautiful instrumental from Michael Fogarty called Last Song. Thanks again to Melvin for everything he shared on the program today. Bye for now. I'll be back again soon with another inspiring edition of Nightlight. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.